I am by no means an expert, but I would love today to delve into the subject of antique scales with you. This is Joy Fry Waltmeyer, Savvy City Farmer. Thanks so much for tagging along. Some of you know, and have actually called me this, the crazy scale lady, because I purchase antique scales whether I need them or not. I'm out looking, I'm shopping, they just seem to call my name. And I seem to answer. So are you ready for some serious down-home farmhouse chatter about antique scales? Quite a few years ago, a very, very large antique Toledo kitchen scale came my way. And I'm trying to remember how long before that, that I had actually been in love with scales. But needless to say, it was one of the very first extra large ones that I bought. And at this point, I don't even remember how I got it in the car because they are, they can be a beast. And uh, so Mr. Savvy was not home when I got home and it just took up residence in the truck. So a few days later, I happened to have uh, a pretty hefty design appointment and the scale was still in the truck and I thought, well, I'll just leave it there. So I got to the appointment and we're going along, doing the makeover, doing the fluff up, and she had just finished a huge remodeling in her kitchen that uh, where they created an island and perfect, perfect for a huge scale. So I happened to mention to her that I had this white scale in my car. And um, of course, she was naturally curious. We wandered out to the car. She took a look at it and she said, I'll take it. And I was like, oh boy, clumsy heavy, just the two of us. Did I mention heavy? So before I do the whole podcast and forget to say this, if you, you, you may need some guy power if it comes to actually down to where you buy a scale and you have to get it home from the shop or the dealer, wherever you bought it, you, you just might need to run back with hubby or someone that can help you actually get it into the car. They're huge. Take my word for it. So back to Karen for a second. I think that was the segue into realizing that this is a pretty hot item, a pretty hot item for the farmhouse style. And especially if your kitchen has a, an island or a counter that is large enough to house something like this. Again, so I was hooked and I think I had probably bought little scales up until that point, you know, the little smaller ones, but I think that if I remember correctly, that was my first extra big guy. And since then, we have really put our fingers out there and tried to find um, well, we actually have a picker from England where we get our English scales. So if you are are at all motivated to become a crazy scale lady, 
<laughs> then you're going to have to put the word out. You're going to have to contact some local dealers and uh, friends of yours that are that buy and sell, and maybe um, learn some of the the makers the makers marks and just go for it because they can make drama in a booth in a shop. You can put things in the pans. They are just a fabulous, fabulous design tool. And like I mentioned, there's a myriad of maker's marks. And I have my favorites. And if you're a crazy scale lady, you probably do too. But um, I, I have one, and I actually did have help loading this one. I uh, made sure of it. But I have a huge, and this is the first maker's mark that I was going to put out there to you, a Chatillon. Uh, I used to think it said cotillion. I mean, you know, this is how quickly you look at something. And um, I always love to know the exact pronunciation of something. So the dealer I bought it from corrected me, lovingly corrected me. And uh, now I've learned to say it correctly, Chatillon. And Chatillon is actually pretty well known for what is called a lollipop scale. The, the, um, Okay, there's the base, the, you know, where you would set the item to be weighed. And then there's a long extension that runs up the back side of that. And then at the top of that, that pipe or whatever it's called to extend, extend to the top, there's a big, huge circle of a face that looks just like a lollipop because of the, uh, the iron pipe coming down the back of it. So I guess, you know, it's kind of cute to know those things and, and uh, what something's called and why it's called that. But a Chatillon lollipop scale isn't quite as cheap as a lollipop. Just, just so you know, make a note of it. They can run, they can start at about two to 50. And depending on the ornateness of the face or whether a piece of glass is missing or broken, or whether it works or whether it doesn't, they could probably shoot up to $350, $400, like I said, depending on the as-is condition of the scale. Toledo. Toledo happens to be a really sought-after name, and I associate that with a grocery store, the white grocery store or candy scale two to three pound candy scale with a little zinc scoop. Very, very, very cute. Very, I should say, not very easy to find, but not as difficult as the lollipop scale. And if that one is in good condition, then they can go up to 200 and up to 300, depending on who you buy it from and, of course, how much they paid for it. My English diggers, or the English pickers, um, yeah, some of them are diggers too for the pots. The English pickers send a lot of what is called a salter, S-A-L-T-E-R. And that happens to be more of a kitchen, um, slender, tall. They can be sort of art deco looking. They can be highly decorative on the face, um, the needle, the the uh, needle that moves, you know, when you put the, the uh, item in the pan, that can be very 
uh, intricately made and very sweet, very delicate. So a Psalter would be definitely a scale from England. And I've seen them 95, 125, 185. I think the most ornate one I've ever had, I sold for 285. So that just kind of tells you a little bit about how desirable maybe something is because it's from England. When, my, when I was little, I remember going to the grocery store where my grandpa worked and there was a big white Dayton. So we've had Chatillon now, Toledo, Salter, and Dayton is the next one that I can think of. Definitely a meat or grocery store, very industrial. I haven't seen too many Daytons that are decorative. So that would kind of give you an idea. If you're looking for something decorative, you wouldn't be on the search for a Dayton scale. And they're probably right up there in the price with the Toledo. Um, depending on their age, some are older, some are, you can definitely tell the newer ones what they look like. So, and then staying with the D's, I had Detecto next on my mental checklist. Detecto is very industrial looking. They usually have this little tiny white face, almost the look of that lollipop, but small. And then that is like right up the middle. So there's symmetry to this scale and, um, the, the middle, the definite, definite middle is the face of this little Detecto. And they can be a candy scale. They can be more um, factory looking, factory style. And they can start at about 70 and maybe pop up to 100, 125. I think one of the very first little kitchen ones I ever bought was by American Family. Does that sound familiar there? They're a kitchen, definitely a kitchen scale and um, countertop. A lot of times they're off-white, they're green, they're black with cute little faces and decorative, um, some decorative patterns on the face. And they can start at about 65 and go up. And the last, the last scale that I love that I can think of right now is called a Palouse, P-E-L-O-U-Z-E. And they were very uh, much for the postal industry or a factory, but I found a little tiny, tiny miniature brass one one day. And it had a lot of detail to it deep compared to the postal styles, which are a little more plain and uh, not a bit decorative. So. If you happen upon a miniature Palouse, just go ahead and buy it. Yeah, don't debate. And I think just like the white one, I think I sold that one almost immediately. So now, as long as we're delving into this, where can you, can you think of some spots? Where would you put a scale? I have a friend that collects scales and they are in every single room of her house. So of course we could start with the kitchen. An island is a perfect thing. A mudroom right off the kitchen would be a great place to, in the pan, you could throw keys, um, you know, rubber bands, paper clips. You could just make that kind of a little catch-all. And then this friend who has a collection, she has them in her bathroom. 
of course, she has a private girl bathroom. And in the pans, she has jewelry and um, fun little watches and things like that. But she stores things in her scales that are in the bathrooms. How about the top of a great cupboard, an armoire, you know, a that would show it off really, really well. A coffee table is a perfect place for a scale. For In the pan, you could put the remote. You could put a tablet, a pencil, a pen. So I actually hope this helps you. And if you're not a crazy scale lady, maybe after a little bit of searching and you find a few, you can actually become a crazy scale lady. So maybe now you're ready to become a crazy scale lady, just like me. And who knows, maybe you want to start with the Chatelon lollipop scale. This is Joy Fry Waltmeyer, Savvy City Farmer. I wanted to say thanks so much for the reviews lately and the five-star ratings. That means the world to us. I hope this was helpful in learning a little bit more about antique scales. And it was sure a great pleasure to be with you again. See you soon.